Welcome to Total Retail Talks, your podcast channel for retail knowledge. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Total Retail Talks. I'm Joe Keenan, Editor-in-Chief of Total Retail. I'm joined on today's episode by Stacia Anderson, who is the Chief Customer Officer at PetSmart. Stacia and I are going to be discussing the recent launch of PetSmart's Small Pet Design Collection. Um, so thanks for joining me on today's episode, Stacia. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. To start us off, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your current role at PetSmart, as well as a little bit about your background in the retail industry. Sure. So I am actually the chief customer officer at PetSmart. Um, And whenever I say that, the first question people ask is, what does a chief customer officer do? Um, And the truth is, it's my responsibility to make sure that we keep the customer at the center of everything we do, which is not really hard at PetSmart because that is sort of our mantra every day. So my responsibilities here, my team is responsible for merchandising and planning. Um, We're also responsible for customer experience, otherwise known as marketing, product design and development and sourcing, and then also omni-channel and digital. So pretty much all of the customer-facing responsibilities here at PetSmart. And I've been at PetSmart about three years. I've been doing retail probably longer than I care to count. Uh, I started my career at Target, and I was at Target for 20 years, started as an intern. And I did pretty much every job, seems like every job there was to do at Target. I did merchandise planning, and I did buying. Um, I was mostly in home and apparel categories in Target, so I did a lot of private brand work. I actually was in sourcing for a few years at Target. So I did a lot of international travel and design and development and sourcing at Target. And then I actually left Target and went to Abercrombie & Fitch. And I was a brand president at Abercrombie & Fitch for a few years. And I had a more broad ranging responsibility. I also had stores and design and merchandising and marketing and a more similar role to what I have today. So I've been doing retail for a very, very long time. I've seen a lot of things come and go. I was doing retail before there was the internet, which really ages me before Omnichannel was a thing, before Amazon. So I've been doing this a really long time. Well, you've got a lot of wisdom and a lot of knowledge from all that uh, years in the industry. And you make a, an interesting point. You, you noted that you worked primarily um, when you're at Target in the kind of the home sector and then um, Abercrombie, obviously an apparel brand. So what about pet that kind of brought you into that category? What was interesting about, you know, the opportunity to join PetSmart? Yeah, I think, you know, for me, really what I have always wanted to do in retail is work for passion brands. And so the reason that I came to PetSmart is because people have a ton of passion for their pets and people really care about their pets and care about the category. And so You know, I was fortunate growing up at Target. People have a lot of passion about Target. You couldn't go anywhere and have somebody not explain to you their Target story or something they had bought. And so it seems like an odd transition to go from home or apparel to pets. But for me, it's really about the customer and categories that the customer cares about. And pets is a very passionate category. People love their pets, sometimes more than they love their family. (laughs) And so uh, and we believe at PetSmart, we'll do anything for pets. And so that really rung true for me and joining a category and a company that was really passionate about their customers and about their category was really why I decided to join this company. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. And I think for most most everyone that has pets, they, they feel like they're part of the family. So that, you know, it, it makes sense there as well. Um, in my introduction, I, I noted the recent launch 
of the small pet design collection, and that was uh, PetSmart worked with uh, renowned home designers Nate Burkus and Jeremiah Brent with this project. Uh, what can you tell our audience a little, uh, about that initiative? Yeah, we're super excited about this initiative. And to be honest, it really started with the customer. So going back to being the chief customer officer, everything we do at PetSmart revolves around what does our customer need and what does our customer want? So we're constantly doing customer research and figuring out what are things that will appeal to our customer. And one of the things when we were doing our customer research, about 25, 26% of all of our customers have some type of specialty pet. And so that is a bearded dragon or a snake or a fish or a small or a small animal. And what they were really struggling with is they wanted these pets in the main areas of their home. They wanna be able to interact with them every day and see them and look at them. And But to be frank, the tanks and the aquariums and the stands and all of the things that these pets live with just didn't fit with what the rest of their home looked like. So if you looked at what the environments look like, it did not match with what people's modern homes look like. And so as we were thinking about how could we solve that problem, and with our mantra being anything for pets, we thought to ourselves, well, who else would bring New York designers to design habitats for pets and solve that problem for our pet parents? And so we reached out to Nate and Jeremiah, and their design philosophy is really about making things stylish and beautiful, but also making them very functional and making them fit into people's homes. And so when we were talking with them about this idea and how could you create something both beautiful and functional, they're pet lovers, they have two kids, their kids are obsessed with pets, and it really just seemed to make sense. And so we created an entire never before done category of habitats and stands and beautiful objects that small animals and reptiles could, and aquariums could live with but they'd also be stylish and not only for the pets, they actually have habitats designed by New York designers, but also for our pet parents that the environments would blend into the main rooms of their homes and they could be proud to have them sitting in the living room as opposed to trying to figure out how to cobble something together or hide it um, because it didn't match with the rest of their decor. So it actually, on, on a personal level, Stacia, this kind of brings you back into your roots as working in, you know, when you were at Target, you mentioned working in the home sector, you know, kind of, does that kind of experience help with this and kind of any connections that you had as you kind of took on this project? Yes, it actually does. You know, every, when you've been in retail a long time, you build a lot of relationships and you build a lot of connections and like you said, a lot of experience. And so it's interesting, the team, when we were brainstorming this idea, one of the things they said to me is, do you even think this is a good idea? Is this really weird? Like, wouldn't <laughs> we even bring designers to this category? And so, you know, I had a, a connection with Nate and Jeremiah from being at Target. And we, I literally just called them and said, is this the weirdest idea you've ever heard of? Or is this something that might work? And in talking through with them, they had talked about putting aquariums in people's homes and trying to solve these problems. And they're like, this is a great idea. And the next conversation was, well, we would love to do this with you guys. What if we were the ones to do it? So sometimes these things happen organically. And this was one of those conversations where everybody just got excited about the idea and we went to work together. So thinking about uh, the category, you know, PetSmart's operating in a, in a very competitive space. How does the, the company try to differentiate itself from some of the competitors in the market? And that can be both, you know, online as well as offline. You know, 
what we really stand for is newness and differentiation and product and experiences that you can't find other places. And so even outside of Nate Burkus and Jeremiah in this collaboration, we have 21 proprietary brands that bring newness and differentiation to our customers every single day. And so we have a design team and a merchant team who is obsessed with figuring out how to solve pet parents' problems, how to bring new ideas to shelf. And so that's what we're really known for is bringing new ideas and new things to the marketplace that other, that other pet retailers can't do. And then we're also known for passionate associates in the stores that will help explain for pet parents whether you need a solution, whether that's a great solution or something went wrong with your pet. When you come into the store, they are equipped to understand what the solutions are that we have in our store that can help you solve whatever problem you're dealing with in that day. And so that's really the differentiation that we bring is a combination of the product that we sell and the newness that we deliver and the excitement that we deliver, but also our team, quite frankly, and how passionate they are about pets. And when people come in, a lot of times with their pet with them in the store, our associates are interacting with them and talking to them about what their needs are and helping them solve their problems. So I want to follow up on that that second part about the team and your people at PetSmart. And I think this small pet design collection is a is a great example of the collaboration um, within the team, different teams with uh, at the organization. So talk about how your team works with other teams that within PetSmart, for example, the product teams, merchandising, marketing, your store teams, um, to really bring to life these ideas that that you have, as well as what you're hearing from your customers as you talk to them through all these different channels. Yeah, well, I always like to say retail is the ultimate team sport, right? Because in order to bring something like this to life, it really takes cross-functional collaboration. And this was no exception, probably the best example that we have. So it takes everybody on the team from the merchant organization figuring out one, how can they afford it and where does it need to go and how many SKUs do they want and how do they partner with Nate and Jeremiah and what customer information do they have to architect the line in a way that's gonna be really compelling from price points, opening price points, all the way up to the furniture and the higher price points. And then Nate and Jeremiah have a ton of design experience, designing furniture and accessories, but they have no experience designing what's good with pets. And so our design team worked with them to make sure that everything that they design would be functional, both for the pet parents. So inside the furniture, there are hooks for nets. The lighting has to make sure that it's held a certain way and the furniture has to be functional. But then also we have an in-house veterinary team that makes sure that everything that we're putting inside the habitats are good for the pets. So for example, we have hides for small animals and small animals like to go in and literally hide, but they're also edible. So we made them out of a hay and a material that a small animal could also eat and digest. And so it's our vet team's recommendation that helps us understand what is the best for the pet inside of the environment. And then you obviously have a sourcing team that has to work to make sure that it all gets made. And then a marketing team that's going to collaborate with Nate and Jeremiah and with our merchandising team and with our loyalty program team to figure out what's the best way to communicate this to customers. And so, and then at the end of the day, the stores have to make it all happen and come to life in the store. So when we're bringing together, we set new fixtures in the store, we traded out an old product in the store, we made sure that all of it really looked great in the store. And we set communication to the store to communicate to our stores 
how they would talk to customers about it, not to mention all of the online work and setting it up on site and getting videos and make sure that all of the product detail pages and all of that communication comes to life. And then it all has to launch on one day. So <laughs> all of those things have to come together on the day that we want the miraculous launch to come together. So it really is a team sport. And our teams love working together and then celebrating when it all works, when we open the doors and push the button on that day and the product comes to life. I think you've done a great job of kind of laying out the complexity of, of, of how this all works and to make it happen successfully, it takes so many different people and so many different teams. So I think that's really a great example. Um, thinking about the customer, your pet parent, as you, as you talk about them, um, before you launch a collection like this, I'm guessing you're, you're gathering feedback, you're, you're, you're talking to your customers to understand what they want and how a product collection, such as what you've launched here with the small pet design, can work in their, with their, in their lives and you know, with the pets that they have. Talk about that data collection process and, and just getting a better understanding of your pet parents and bringing products and services to market that they want. Yeah, so there's a lot of ways that we collect data from customers. So as you know, a lot of people in retail know there's what customers say and then there's what they actually do. And so we collect it both ways. So we talk to our customers. Um, we have a whole team that conducts surveys and talks to our customers about what they want. We also get feedback off our site. So reviews are a great way for us to get information about the product that we're putting out there. And a lot of times our customers will review the product that they will also say, this would be even better if it had this feature or I'm really looking to solve this problem or they'll ask us questions. And so we have people that are constantly scanning those. They also communicate with us through our social channels and tell us what problems they have or what they're trying to solve or things that we could do better. You know, usually when we're doing a great job, you get like the one, the one great job comment. When there are things we could be doing better, you get paragraphs. So we get lots of information from our customers about what they would like from us. And so we collect all of that data. And we're constantly, our product designers and our quality team and our merchants are looking through that data to find opportunities and make things better. But then we also have 55 million members in our treats loyalty program and we're collecting data about their purchasing behaviors and what they're buying and what they're putting in their basket along with other things and frequency of purchase to customize offers to them and make sure that they're getting the most personalized experience through our stores and through our site because we see how they shop and so we're using that data to make their experience with us even better so there's a lot of different ways that we're gathering that data to make their experience even better yeah and I, that you know the 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 breadth of that loyalty program that the, the really can provide PetSmart with some valuable first-party data that, to your point, can be used to improve the customer experience, whether it's through marketing, through product, through their, you know, online experiences. So, um, you know, great example there. My final question, Stacia, is looking ahead, what do you believe PetSmart needs to be focusing in on? going forward to ensure future success, as I noted, this is a, you know, a very competitive space, the pet category. What are some of the, the you know, going forward points that you think are, are critical to PetSmart's future? Yeah, I think to continue to be relevant, we really believe in our brand mantra, which is anything for pets. And so if we're willing to do anything for pets and our customers are willing to do anything for pets, we think the opportunities for us are endless. And so as we continue to develop product and differentiate ourselves in the market, 
we really have a focus on staying focused on our customers and developing products that are going to be really meaningful for them. Add to that the experiences and the things that we're doing in the omni-channel space to make sure that we are as convenient as possible, that we're using the data that we have from our loyalty program to customize our, the experience to them. Look, the pet category is confusing for people and owning pets can be both a joy and can be really tough. And so we, we know that we have everything within PetSmart to be able to help our customers. We have a big services business. We have Pets Hotel, we have grooming, we have everything that you need to take care of your pet. And so making sure that we're communicating to our customers all of the ways that we can help them and make them the hero in their pet parent journey is really how we're gonna differentiate ourselves and win. And connecting those, you talk about all the ways that you're interacting with the pet parents through um, these different channels and connecting those experiences seamlessly, I, I imagine is a, is a critical part of what you're trying to do as well. Absolutely, and look, we're nowhere near done. I think everybody in retail is on this journey together and we're in the beginning stages of being able to use the data to make sure that we're connecting their purchases and services to their purchases and merchandise and making sure that we're making those experiences as good as they possibly can be for our pet parents. But really the name of the game right now is being relevant and being personalized for our customers and making their shopping journey as easy as possible so that they can really focus on taking care of their pet like that. You've got a pet so that you can spend time enjoying time with them. And we really want to make them the heroes. And so creating the best experience for them possible is really what we're in the business of doing. Great. Well, I think that's a, a perfect note to close on. So I want to take the opportunity to thank Stacia Anderson, again, the Chief Customer Officer at PetSmart for joining us on this episode of Total Retail Talks. Thank you, Stacia. Thank you so much. I appreciate the time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please check out our podcast channel page at mytotalretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Total Retail Talks is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review this podcast. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Total Retail Talks.